Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Fussy eating in children. This one comes up from time to time. People get onto us and they say, oh, my child won't eat anything. Or my child only wants to eat the same thing all the time, or or whatever, um, and it it can be difficult. And and once children are eating something, I've often kind of believed this as a parent myself. Once children are actually eating something and getting some nutrition into them, that a lot of this stuff are things they'll just grow out of naturally, and they'll end up eating things normally as they go through life. Take me, for example. When I was a child, I wouldn't stay in the same room as either a mushroom or an onion. And now, I'd eat plates of the two of them for you. I think our our tastes mature with age. But if children are fussy, what can you do? Uh, Alwyn Morin is from Cogni Kids and joins me. Alwyn, good morning. Hi, PJ. How are you? How are things? Start out with that (laughs) little... A principle, I guess, that comes from being having been a parent myself is that, you know, once the child is actually eating something and getting some level of nutrition, you're you're not really in trouble. Would I be right? Uh, I suppose it would depend on what it is they're eating. And there's two different types of kind of um, fussy and picky feeders. So you can have a picky feeder um, or you can have a problem feeder. So uh, a problem feeder would be much more severe where they're kind of, you know, they have very limited um, kind of range of foods that they will accept and in a particular manner. Uh, So they would typically eat maybe 20 different types of foods or less. Um, And those kind then if they if they lose, the problem is that as children go through growth spurts and different kind of stages, often a thing called food jagging occurs. So it's where they kind of like get stuck on a food um, and they might just kind of just want to eat that food or they might refuse that food entirely. So if a child has a very limited range of foods already and then they're losing foods from that limited range, it becomes even more kind of severe and, you know, you would need definitely intervention um, along with that. And ideally, you know, with a problem feeder, um, you know, that is something that does require assistance uh, and intervention. So if a child really um, will only eat boiled eggs, bananas, chicken nuggets and nothing else, you've got a problem. Or, yeah, or, you know, kind of I've come across cases where it's just um, maybe white, white bread uh, and plain pasta. So, you know, kind of like there's no nutritional value 
in any of those foods uh, at all. And, you know, you really need some kind of interventions there. So there's there's bigger things at play. So a lot of the time um, feeding issues can often be a little red flag as to is there some other developmental issue uh, associated or happening here uh, and should we get that investigated so what, what, yeah. what, what drives mom and dad crazy i think sometimes would be a child that's going into a crash or child care or whatever kind yeah. of, and they get food <laughs> there and they eat it away grand and happy but they're at home and you put it in front of them and they turn the nose up like what are they supposed to do yeah. what are you supposed to do then I know, I know. That is often a big conundrum for parents. Um, So a lot of the time it's to do with the actual ritual of feeding in in the creche. So it's very um, methodical. So, you know, kind of like it's at a particular time every day. Uh, They have little cues that help children kind of, you know, bring them into well, now I'm moving from playtime into feeding. So they, you know, pack up their toys, they wash their hands, they'll sit down, they'll, you know, be handed the plate. So they have no choice. Um, and that can often be as well a, a, a kind of too overwhelming for children is parents kind of think, well, we'll ask them what do they want. But actually, if you give somebody too much choice mm-hmm. they actually then are they're not able to make a decision so they're kind of like nothing or i don't know mm-hmm. so if you kind of limit it to you know like your main course is the same as everybody else so that's it so you're having you know a main and then for dessert do you want an apple or an orange or you know so really define and limit those um uh, choices yeah. but also in in crash what they don't do is they don't distract the children so there's no ipads there's no tellies going on you know uh, and a lot of parents kind of think well if i just distract them and then shove the food in at least they're fed um but actually that's creating a problem because they're not mindful they're not present in the task that they're actually carrying out and so in school or in creche they are fully aware so as i said to you they're they're brought right into this is what we're doing right now we're changing kind of pace we're feeding we're mm-hmm. eating it's so time we to all eat. have this little ritual it yeah. is time to eat wash hands so as a parent you can implement these things at home as well you can have dinner roughly around the same time you know kind of like half five six o'clock or half six in and around that i mean they, they don't tell the time as of yet so when they're little but like you know there are you can still implement that same kind of time frame you can then say you know pull them out of whatever game they're playing and don't forget they get very immersed in play and they're completely in a different world and so this is where a lot of the kickback comes from as well is where parents just go right dinner and they're like yanked from the living room or the playroom Mm. up to the table and they're expected to eat but actually their head is still in The the game that they've just been yanked out of so you need to give these little subtle cues and kind of go okay five minutes to dinner time or even better is get them involved kind of go okay you know five minutes now and I'm going to get you to come in and help me set the table or put the knives and forks on the table or you know kind of or even get them involved in preparation of the food which is a fantastic thing Mm. particularly for a picky eater Um, if they start to see how the food is when it's raw 
then you know transferred so you can get them chopping very you know small like peppers yeah. and you know, little carrots and cucumbers and things like that and okay. have so that conversation actually, how, that might be a, a good way to get them involved in preparing summer food like salads and yeah. stuff like that that, that that's give them a well give them a knife and treat them with care and cutting up a cucumber yeah. for the barbecue or something like that that you can get them Absolutely. involved then yeah. I, I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's brilliant for summer things. And there's loads of little knives. Just <laughs> I can hear your hesitation about <laughs> encouraging knife, but it's not, you don't have to give them one of the sharp, sharp knives that we would use as yeah. adults. There are actually little knives uh, that you can get oh, um, specifically designed. Now, they will cut a carrot or something, but they won't cut a finger. I see. Uh, so have a look out for those. Yeah, they, well, they're looking. fantastic for getting them involved. Are yeah. you, uh, I mean, are you opposed to too much choice? Absolutely. You know yourself, like you go to a restaurant and you've got a massive menu and it can take you 20 minutes trying yes. to figure out. And, and what I go do for I the fish and chips anyway. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So if you, with your child, you know, it's like. Oh, where's that line gone? Opening the wardrobe and I say, what do you want to wear today? Hello. Yeah, we're there. You said it's like going Hello? to the wardrobe. Can you hear me, oh, Alwyn? Sorry. You said it's like going <laughs> yeah, to the wardrobe. Yeah, so it's this. I can. Yes, it is indeed. If you open a wardrobe to a three-year-old and say, "What do you want to wear today?" They'll, you know, they they just won't be able to make a decision. But if you pull two outfits and say, "Which one do you want to wear? This one or this one?" Then it's so much easier for them to be able. So they still feel they have control because they've made the decision. But actually, you've made the higher decision. You're where controlling it's the going control. To be a or B, you know, the red one or the blue one. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. But you have to. Their brain can't. The can't it can't handle too much choice. Gotcha. Um, so you need to be able to uh, give them a smaller amount of choice. Um, okay. uh, but definitely they still feel in control when you give them a limited amount of choice. They don't realize that there was 10 other options or 100 other options. Because um, if they didn't see them, they don't know they about them, but it makes pick. no difference. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody was exactly. on the phone here saying, I was a very fussy eater as a child. I'm still a bit fussy, depending on things like smells and textures. And I also yeah. suffer from anxiety. Can the two be linked? Okay. Possibly. I mean, you know, it's a very broad brush question but um there could be other there could be other things there um maybe like uh some retained primitive reflexes that do cause anxiety mm. uh, in adults or associated with high levels of anxiety in adults mm. um that weren't you know kind of primitive reflexes should be integrated into the body and the brain by 12 months of age mm. and if they're not a couple of them can cause Absolutely high levels of anxiety yeah. um, if they're retained. So, if children don't yeah. learn to enjoy different textures of food when they're small, can that carry into adult, adulthood? Might be another way of asking that question. But there's a question. reason. Well, th yeah, there's a reason why they're not liking textures. And that's one thing I would always urge parents to keep an eye on is how often is your child picky? Is it, you know, kind of like are, once in a while, maybe when they're sick, which is completely understandable because the brain is directing energy and focus into repairing uh, as opposed to exploring and accepting new things. Um, and you'll often find that when they're ill, a food jag occurs. So 
if something like a food jag or burnout with food happens, just stop giving them that food for about two weeks and then you can reintroduce it again. And if they re if they accept the food after the two week break, um, that's great. If not, then they may be a problem feeder. And that's when you really do need to go to maybe a feeding therapist okay. um, or a speech and language therapist and just have it looked. You know, I always say anything, any feeding issues tends to be for me a red flag because feeding, you have eight senses, the, the whole eight senses are being used. Try that again. All, all the eight senses are being so, used. So, um, it's a very complex uh, process. Yeah. It's a very okay. complex um, pattern that okay. we're doing in feeding and eating. So if there's any issues uh, associated, you know, uh, it's always better to get it checked out okay. uh, earlier than uh, later. Okay. Be- be- before okay. that line drops on us, we will uh, end it there. Thank you very much for your time. Alwyn Moran of Cognic Kids. Corks 96 FM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.